If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing. Of course, you guys know my personal favorite is personal development. I am your humble host, ED, for all you smart and intelligent folks. That just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Today's episode is entitled, How to Conquer Fear. I can only help those that swim towards me. Again, how to, how to conquer fear. I can only help those that swim towards me. Out of, this, out of today's episode, I, I, I hope that you guys are able to obtain three points. First point is being... If you could achieve every anything in life, what would it be? And why aren't you? Again, if you could achieve anything in life, what would it what will it be and why aren't you? Number 2, change your relationship with fear. And number 3, write out your fears. And I thought it would only be serving and only be right and that I give you a bonus. The bonus is do something uncomfortable every day that challenges your fear. Do something uncomfortable every day that challenges your fear. I heard this story by Sean Stevenson that really arrested my attention because I never, I, I believe, I mean, I, the more that I think about it, that's exactly how life is. You see, in the story Sean Stevenson told, he told the story about how when a helicopter or a rescue plane per se is going to save people that are in a body of water let's say something happened where everyone now is stuck out in the let's say the ocean and they want to go out and save people he said the 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 first people that get saved but wait before he even talked about the first people that get saved he talked about the the point of how a lot of people want to be saved, which in a sense matches today's today's topic of wanting to conquer your fear. But it's up to that individual to make the advancement. And just think if you are that person that is going to save someone, you want somebody that is is willing to want to be saved. And he said how the pilot or the people that, let's say, everyone that is assisting and making the decision to save people, they work, they go after the people first who swims towards them. I'll say that again. He said that the people that they save are the people that swims towards them. And you have to think, and you already know where I'm going with this family, is is that 
just imagine that you see the plane and let's say the plane is maybe, I don't know, let's say five feet, maybe even 10 feet away from you. And you have to be uncomfortable with making that swim, even if you're a great swimmer or even a decent swimmer, but you can swim. Let's just put it that way. You have to be uncomfortable with that swim because you're still in a state of mind of frustration, most likely, and most of all, fear. Fear like you don't know what's in this ocean. You don't know if you swim there, all of a sudden something happens to the plane. You don't know if you may drown even though you've swam in many waters before. And see, a lot of times, family, we struggle with the point of wanting to save everyone. And when I say, how do you go about conquering your fear is first conquering yourself and working on yourself. And you can only help people that want to be helped. So it's really a two way street that I'm walking down in a sense of what I mean. Two way street, meaning this family is that when you're working on challenging your fear, you also are working with you're also working with people that don't want to be challenged. And sometimes their beliefs rubs off on you. And so it is because it becomes part of you. Because you don't learn these fears. <clears throat> fears are not something that when you were a baby, all of a sudden you have fear because you wouldn't have never started walking. But because you didn't understand what a fear was, you didn't understand what you know possibilities were or not or impossibilities. I should say you wasn't you didn't you didn't say, oh, this is impossible. You kept getting up doing it again, falling, kept getting up and falling until maybe you may take a break and say, well, I'm going to take a break for a minute. All right, we got to get back up and, and do it again. And that's how it applies to ourself and the people that we want to help. Because sometimes we'll, we'll have a fear that if we're if we don't make ourselves available to help people when um, when we've tried, to, when we wanted to help them, then we feel guilty that we're not jumping up to answer their call every time or answer their text or answer their email or whatever form of communication that is. Because a lot of people say that they want to be helped when they really don't. We have that problem ourselves, where we tell ourselves, well, we want to we want to conquer this fear of. Not feeling that we're more there's more to life than what we're being communicated meaning like for instance you are in a situation where you know you shouldn't be eating some of the things that you're eating but the fear of being uncomfortable and making a lifestyle change or and exercising and everything the fear is is that you may not be able to do it and be able to stay consistent. 
which you've already right then and there have defeated yourself. One of the things I've I've learned about um, um, fear on my journey, because the more that I continue to to do research, the continue more I, I read and I feel that I have more ammunition to attack fear. I have more ammunition to understand the reason why I'm feeling that way. See, a lot of times we feel a certain way or of, of fears because of what we were being told. And so that's why when you work with when when you want to work with people that give you fear responses of the reasons why we can't why they can't do anything you start believing them and so that's why again family I tied in the two of of wanting to help somebody as well as yourself because when you let's say you learn this information about creating a business and you wanted to help a friend out that was thinking about creating a business and you told him or her hey gave him or her all of the the, the necessary information of of the, basically the strategies not the tactics so the strategy of hey maybe you want to look at this and this is what you probably will want to do but then the actual tactics will be able to sit sit him or her down and say let's work through the, let's navigate through the paperwork let's figure out what your company name is let's figure out you know where you're going to bank at let's get your EIN number And so that's why I think you have to be careful with working pe- working with people uh, that do not want to be helped because that will eventually do a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of things it can do. But some of the things I've noticed is that I become frustrated. I become frustrated because I you genuinely want to help somebody. You genuinely want to see somebody win and to see that you want it more than they want that you you see that you want it more for them than they want it for themselves as a sign and you can't force it and then that fear may kick in that maybe I'm not good enough maybe maybe um I don't know what I'm talking about maybe I'm an, I'm an imposter I'm an imposter to I don't know why I keep sounded like I'm saying Eminem but anyway but just making it seem like you're an imposter to the information you've learned and the hours you've put in and the experience that you've had and so you start creating all these things and I and that's why you learn a lot through through other people from their limited limited beliefs because when they have limited beliefs it and you go to shatter them and you go to challenge them and they push back. If you're not careful, sometimes you can fall back into those limited beliefs that you've just broke. That's why I believe it's important to visualize and, and meditate. I didn't know the importance of it. So I started getting back to it again and doing my five minute um, visualization uh, technique of visualizing everything that I that I would like to have in my life.
from and and it can be anything it could be monetary it could be you know physical products whatever it is but just imagining and visually visualizing your life and I started getting back to that because and that's why I have a vision board and actually I do need to update my vision board because there's some new visions that have come into my life that I, I still need to put up there but I didn't realize that the importance of being able to do that is is that you're ba- you're basically making sure you are working on art <laughs> basically you're working on um architecting your 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 life in a sense basically being the architect of your life so you want to work in that in that capacity family and start Start building that up and, and grooming and growing yourself by going through visualization. Now, meditation, I think is great. I just haven't I haven't been consistent with it. And because I haven't been consistent with it, I, I, want, I can say that you can you can do five minutes a day. And it's it's easy. First thing in the morning, sometime during the day and just just knock out a quick five minutes and, and visualize my mentorship that I leverage during uh, as you know, as I'm growing is, is being able to look at books and look at, look at, um, and listen to, you know, audios and, and videos with mostly YouTube and podcasts. That's, that's basically it for me or any, you know, courses that, that makes sense. But mentorship for me, I found something out about mentorship is that, you have to that I've learned more from bio from um, people's biographs or biographies. I should say I don't know what's going on with these words today, but this is this is what it is, family. When you're in one of those those modes, and you see, I have right now a fear of like you know what I should just stop because I'm not saying what I wrote down. I'm not saying the information that. I'm thinking because of the fact I'm just thinking about I'm actually thinking about what I'm up against today. And I'll share that with you guys, family. So what I'm up against, this is a fear, is that I decided to change my eating habits again. And that's doing the um, I call it the green juice. And basically it's just basically uh, some type of leafy, leafy green um leafy greens like whether baby spinach or spinach and kale and having that mixed with some type of fruit and I think this week I'm just going to do blueberries but I'm nervous because I know when I went through this before how exhausted I was and how tired I was throughout the day because this is it I'm not eating any other food I'm just drinking this juice and once this juice is gone well that's it. But the benefits are so amazing um, that that's why I know I have to do this for five days. And the challenge is how do you block out the other foods and, and things like that and stand focused, you know, of what basically you're saying? Because, again, you're changing up what's comfortable for you, being comfortable, being able to eat something, solid foods and and not having to make that sacrifice, but now making that sacrifice and still being focused. So getting back to the to, to the topic 
at, at hand, being able to read uh, people's biographs or I, people call it biographs or uh, biographies in a sense, again, helps you to give you a lane to understand kind of what's what's going on in in people's life, how they push through when they felt like they wasn't going to be able to make it, how they able, was able to project and, and break down a limited, a lot of limited beliefs of what people said wasn't possible. That's why it's all about changing perspective when you're when you're growing through your success, when you're pushing and fighting fear, you have to change your perspective and understand what is required, what is required here for me to be great. I was talking to a friend and we were having a conversation about wanting to uh, create a business uh, or going to business outside of, you know, their regular nine to five. And I asked them, I said, so what's stopping you? And they were like, well, I want to I want to be in a, you know, financial place. You know, I want to be financially, you know, great and and have a, an, you know, a credit score that would allow me to do the certain things I want to do. And I said right away, I said, no disrespect. I said, but. I think that you're finding a way out of doing what you want to do. And he was like, well, what do you mean? Well, in so many words is that some of the things that you're, you're look, you're, you're, you're holding yourself back because of things that you feel that you lack in. And because you lack in that, that area, you never thought about the areas where you are, you have abundance at and being able to leverage that abundance to go after what you want and being able to do that, you'll be able to get the finances that you need, that you say you need it. And the point of that family and me sharing that with you guys is that sometimes, and I'm guilty of it too. So I don't, I don't fault him. And that's why I was able to recognize it is, is that a lot of times we find reasons why we can't do something. And really it all boils down to a fear. It's, you know, I've been wanting to start a, a company and the reason why I kept saying, well, it costs a lot of money to start a company and how do you do it and how do you run it and, and, and everything. And what I realized it was really a fear of, I don't want the company to fail. And once I got to the bottom of that, I was like, forget it. I might as well go ahead and do it anyway. And everything that I thought that was the reason why I didn't besides not wanting a company to fail and how much it costs to create an LLC and who do I contact for, you know, to, for a CPA and all of these, all of these who's and what's was answered because guess what happened? Because I took action. I was being active and being taking action and being active allowed me to learn a lot of things. And I'm still learning as I continue to grow. And, and a lot of that really was around false security. And we have to be able to take tackle false, false security. Oh, you don't you don't know what false security is? OK, I'll give you false security. It's like. It's like a person has made it up in their mind that um, 
they're going to stop eating a you know stop eating let's say meat yeah let's say meat person says hey i'm gonna be a vegetarian or a vegan and normally this is done at 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 the beginning of the year we all know that right but <laughs> i digress but yeah someone will say that i'm gonna stop eating you know meat and i'm gonna be a vegetarian or vegan and when and after maybe one week or two weeks or a month then they go back to their normal routine so they created a false security of yeah you know this is what I want because based on what I read and what I know now I want to you know I want to improve some of the, the ways that I eat which is is fine I mean I'm either way I mean it my whole concern is is the fact that we're all guilty of creating these false securities for ourselves, the security of thinking that that we don't have that we feel like we don't have the capacity to to be what we know we can be. And only reason why we don't know it is because we don't take the time to trust the process of what we're reading, trust the process of uh, going through again I said going through instead of just being stagnant and that's because we we have to unlearn things that we were taught that doesn't align with our vision we were in my particular case I was taught about you know uh, I really wasn't taught a lot about entrepreneurship or having a side you know job or continually to develop my skill set by doing different things I told you guys even working a nine-to-five I was still I still would um, want something on the side to to continue to push me and to allow me to grow as as a person and, and learn a new skill set because I'm somebody that that's a student of the game of life and being a student of the game of life you have to be willing to continue to be uncomfortable and learn new things I'll close with with maybe two to three more points point number one um, this is something that I know again I need to get back to which really helped me a lot and I really did a lot of this when I was doing um, project management um, as far as like I was remember I told you guys I wanted to be the greatest project manager ever and I would literally read probably an hour probably an hour a day or more but most of the time it probably would be about hour 30 minutes to an hour let's be fair of everything that I can learn about project management and I would just hone that skill so now what I'm doing is getting back to that 30 minutes to an hour of reading something in my field and my field is personal development my field is marketing and my field is 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 basically business let's just say and I, I feel like in order to have the business you need to have the faith in the mindset and so that's why I focus a lot a lot of these conversations a lot of these shows basically are around personal development and sprinkled in our entrepreneurship and marketing and there's a reason for that because I feel not that I feel I know that if you don't have the mindset if you don't if you don't develop the skill set of being able to fight through the 
those limited beliefs, it doesn't matter what I show you from an entrepreneur side or what I what a consultation I give you because you already you already believe it's not possible. And a lot of times it's not about a monetary gain. It's about being able to develop a skill set to hone that skill set to be able to create the monetary vein, uh, monetary uh, amount that you want to obtain. Point number two, 15 minutes a day of something positive. I used to read a lot of news. I used to watch a lot of news, especially when I got up in the morning. And I remember one day uh, I was leaving out to uh, go to work and um, my dad had said, hey, uh, are you on your way out uh, to work? Because I was up early. And I was like, yeah. He said, well, do you know it's an ice storm? I said, oh, I didn't even know. He was like, you don't watch the news? No. What? I don't watch the news. Because I don't watch the news because the news doesn't give me anything that's going to, well, I thought this is how I think. It was like, I didn't want to see a lot of negative things when I got up in the morning. Today's a new day. So I wanted to live as today is a new day so watching the news for me had not be, become fun so I had to find out a way to find out kind of what's going on with the weather uh, but yeah I stopped watching the news reading newspapers I, I just didn't want that negativity in my in my life early in the morning when I wake up you can't you don't want to run from the fear you want to be able to embrace the fear you want to be able to understand the fear because you can't bury your way from what is going on in this life. But what you can do is protect your ears from what comes in. Oh, I think that was the point that I wanted to make is that you can't run away. You can't hide from what's going on, but you can protect your ears from and your eyes from what you're seeing and hearing. And that more or less is saying I'm willing to understand the negative aspects because you have to be able to understand that to be able to want to help somebody. But I'm not willing to invest more time that is required. I only need to understand it enough to be able to find a solution to it. Other than that, I don't plan to sit there and all day and just listen to that. Remember, Kobe was uh, talking, I think it was with Lewis Howe again and right off the interview and he said he said and i'm paraphrasing here because i i remember some lewis how asked him about you know how do you guys decide i think what project you guys work on and he said hey if we have project a or project b if project a is more challenging than project b we're going with project a you know if you have a fear that oh i don't know if we're going to be yep that's the project we want and i at first i was like why wouldn't you do that wouldn't you want to go with a project that would that you guys would be able to knock out the park that your team would feel comfortable with doing but see what i failed to, to realize was that kobe was saying that i don't want something that the team believes that they can do i want something that they think oh wow we're gonna have some challenges this is gonna this may be some late nights this may be this this is really gonna push us because the end product is gonna be so much greater meaning the end product of their experiences so now when it comes to any project it's like throw it at me let's do it 
I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to figure out right yet, but we're going to push through it and we're going to get through it because remember that project we thought we had no, no, no deal, no business dealing with. We, we not only did we knock it out the park, we knocked it out the park, caught it, brought it back and knocked it back out the park. And the point I'm trying to make family is sometimes we, some of the challenges that we, we run from is our greatest opportunity in. I'll say this, and this is it. I promise I'll close. I had made a challenge and I'm on day 26 right now. And I kind of briefly told you guys about this is I just wasn't feeling that I was getting a lot done um, in the mornings. And I heard Eric Thomas talk about getting up at 3 a.m. I've heard it for for a while. I made the attempt and I started at four and then I pushed it up to five, you know, and I got lazy and eventually got to six. But when I made the, when I finally made the decision at 3 a.m. Monday through Friday it has to happen. It's not it's, it's my must. It must happen. It's not well, it should happen. It's as Tony Robinson talks about your must and your shoulds like this must happen. So I did it. I'm doing it. I'm on day 26 and I'm, vo I'm vlogging the information because I want to be able to go back after those 30 days and see like, what was I thinking? Like what, what allowed me to feel like I could do this because I've never done it before. And what the next step that we plan on taking is doing a 2 a.m. wake up call. Because now I feel like, okay, I can do 3 a.m., but I'm still there's still a lot more that I need to get done. So I'm going to challenge myself to be extremely uncomfortable and go to the 2 a.m. Now, when, I'll let you guys know. But point I'm trying to make is, is that I was, I'm going to be honest with you, family. I was truly fearful of getting up at 3 a.m. because I just thought that, that I'll just be extremely tired. And based on like what I've looked at and and as far as some of the videos I have seen, there's been days where I've had so much energy and there's been days like today where, you know, um, struggling with not being tired, but that's just part of the process. And I have to find ways to tweak and to get better at um, making sure I get enough rest and making sure that I am, I am focused, but it gives me an opportunity to learn from this. And when I'm in a situation where I may feel tired and I may not want to do something that I still have the drive to do it because I'm like, if I'm able to get up at 3 AM, oh, you can't, you won't be able to tell me nothing now. So family, I hope this helps somebody today understanding that don't allow fear to drive you away from what you want out of life. It's going to be there, but how do you control it or manipulate it in a way that it works for you and not against you? I am your humble host, ED. I hope you enjoyed today's show. 
the title was brought to you by me, How to Conquer Your Fear, and I Can Only Help Those That Swim Towards Me.